Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how we may have detected liquid water on Mars and what's next for exploring the red planet, a long-lost gold mine that might exist in the Arizona mountain, and how you can sharpen your memory with the Zagarnik effect. Let's satisfy some curiosity. We've got big news to start off today. If you haven't heard, we may have detected liquid water on Mars. Radar observations from the Mars Express spacecraft suggest a 12 and a half mile zone of sediments with water in the south polar region. For some background, there is definitely water on Mars already. There are layers of water ice and sometimes carbon dioxide ice that wax and wane with the seasons on Mars. But we've never found running water where microbes might like to live. Scientists think Mars used to be a lot wetter than it is today. That's based on the canyons and certain rocks on the surface like hematite, which usually form in water. The theory is that the red planet's atmosphere slowly eroded away because Mars doesn't have a global magnetic field, so it didn't have a lot of protection from the sun's radiation. Now, not all scientists agree that this water reservoir is there. But if it is, then it's probably a leftover of that wetter period on Mars billions of years ago. And to be clear, the science team specifically said sediments mixed with water, not a lake, like some media outlets have been reporting. We strive for accuracy here at Curiosity, and we need more evidence to make sure that the water's there. When we want to see what's under the surface here on Earth, a lot of the time scientists use planes to beam radars at the ice in places like Antarctica. We'd need a craft closer to the Martian South Pole in order to do that. If we find what we're hoping to find, then humans might have found just the right spot to set up a colony. One of these water zones might be where future humans settle, although we obviously have a lot of work to do before we can colonize the red planet. Seems like now might be a good time to start thinking about it. Somebody call Elon. <laughs> Elon, where are you? <laughs> All right, Ashley, you're from California. Did you ever go panning for gold when you were little? I did. We did a whole gold rush segment in uh, fourth grade, and I, I panned for gold. Did you do a field trip for it? <laughs> yeah, we went to a river, and we got the little the sieves and stuff, and... And for gold. I wonder if everybody gets to do this when they're little. Because even I did it in Rockford, which is northern Illinois. That's cool. We had a little gold rush era, little village with, you know, a water mill. And you nice. go and you see the blacksmith and you see where they prospect for the gold and all that stuff. So I wasn't sure if that was like a thing a lot of people experience. Well, yeah, I guess maybe they do. Did you find any gold? I think I did. I was really into rocks when I was that age, too. So I had a bunch of different stuff. But I didn't have any gold. I had like pyrite. Fool's gold, yep. Yeah. Fool's gold's a good one. Mm -hmm. Minerals, you mean? Yeah, minerals. Minerals, Marie. I, <laughs> that's what I was going for. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up on that. Uh, shout out to the Breaking Bad fans out there. Well, if you're an adventure seeker, a curious listener, then do we have the story for you. For more than a century, adventurous souls have sought the lost Dutchman mine. And since 1891, more than 100 people have claimed to find it. This is basically a long-lost gold mine in the Arizona mountains. Settle in for some story time, and then we'll see if you can find it yourself. In the late 1800s, right after the gold rush, there was a German prospector named Jacob Waltz, who definitely existed and was definitely German. Yeah, he was actually called the Dutchman because Deutsch means German, so he was the Deutschman. But they called the Dutchman. Yeah. Because that's easier to say. Americanized. Yeah, <laughs> very Americanized. <laughs> According to reports, he started showing up in Phoenix with a lot of gold ore, like a lot. He supposedly said it came from a secret mine in the Superstition Mountains. That's your first clue. <laughs> yeah. Some think the mine was first excavated by Mexico's Peralta family, but then was later commandeered by Apaches or maybe just abandoned. 
What really matters, though, is that Jacob Waltz would not reveal the mine's location. Then, in 1891, he died. But the story doesn't stop there, because at the time of his death, he was living in Phoenix, reportedly on land owned by Julia Thomas, a local bakery owner. They were friendly, and apparently he gave her hints about the mine's location. When he died, the 29-year-old Thomas sold her bakery, got a group together, and went searching for the mine. Funny but kind of tragic story, she and her team passed over two enormous gold mines during their search for the lost Dutchman mine, which they didn't find. So then to recoup the cost of the failed expedition, Julia started selling maps that she claimed would lead people to the mine. And they were fakes! Misinformation and rumors about the mine grew so ubiquitous that in 1895, they made it into the San Francisco Chronicle. The story is basically a bunch of hints about the mine's location. It's near a thousand foot tall rock tower. It's near a cabin in a cave. Apparently back in those days, the standards for journalism weren't quite what they are today. <laughs> or maybe they were the same as they yeah, are today. I know, it's hard to know. <laughs> but either way, back in those days, the story was enough to pique the curiosity of a guy named Adolf Ruth. He was an amateur prospector who went into the superstitions alone at age 66, and just one day into his journey, he disappeared. But he found the lost Dutchman, at least according to, wait for it, a message in a bottle. Yes, in 1932, campers found a note from Adolf Ruth floating in Arizona's Salt River. It read, quote, I'm sitting under a tree in a creek with leg broke. I've got to have help quick. Finder of this note, please give to Howard Peterson. P.S. have found the lost Dutchman, Ruth, unquote. He didn't want to leave any clues or tell him where he was. His body and supplies were found in the mountain, and a medical examiner ruled that he died of natural causes. But some say he was murdered because he knew too much about the mine. Today, most geologists agree that the superstitions probably don't contain a secret gold mine, but... The Lost Dutchman is still talked about in Arizona, and there are trails and museum exhibits you can check out if you're in the area. This is one of history's unsolved mysteries, and please let us know if you find this mythical long-lost gold. That would be worth a podcast interview. It would. Okay, Cody, how do you feel when I go, da-da-da-da-da? I mean, I'm going to say da-da, yeah. but it'd be better if you had said it. <laughs> no, I was just going to leave it. I was going to leave it hanging, and I'm gonna, I wanted you to stew in that tension. That is tense, and it's kind of painful, and I don't really know why. Well, it's all due to a psychological phenomenon called the Zagarnik effect. It basically describes how an unfinished task sticks in your memory better than a finished one. And radio jingles actually do this on purpose. They don't resolve musically, so you get the impression that there's more to the song. It turns out you remember things better when they're left unfinished. So try this. The next time you have a song stuck in your head, try thinking about the ending. You'll satisfy your brain and you might be happier overall. You can do this with work too. Try completing important essays, projects, and other big tasks in smaller chunks. That'll ensure your brain will have intrusive thoughts about them until they're completed. And that may result in a more thoughtful final product. And if you really want to hack your life, try this. When you meet someone new, tell them a gripping story and then unexpectedly leave because you got a phone call or something before you reach the thrilling conclusion. There's one way to make people remember you. Oh man, that reminds me of the guy that went up to me when I was at swing dancing last night. I can't get into it because we're out of time. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Read about these stories and more today on curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network. 